Most of us get into homeschooling and we simply copy what we know about school, whether that has to do with when you're doing school or it has to do with the methods that you're using in order to educate your children. And then you're probably stepping back and saying, why am I annoyed, tired, cranky, angry, frustrated, and not loving or possibly even liking being home with my kids? Maybe it's not you or your kids. Maybe it's when you homeschool. And we're going to work through that today and get you to the other side because I think I might have a solution to your bad days. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. For some reason, when we are in the homeschool circles and I mention homeschooling year-round, most moms freak out. To be honest, I did an in-person workshop a couple of weeks ago, and we did a little bit of a dive into this, into homeschooling year-round, and they were super receptive. And it was fun to have conversations afterwards with how does that actually look for the homeschool mom? But you might think to yourself, no, I'm not going to do that. Homeschooling year-round means I have to homeschool 365 days a year, and I just can't do that. Well, guess what? You actually do homeschool year-round 365 days a year. Did you know that? Well, okay. For the sake of clarity, today we're going to focus on formal academics and lessons. I'm not saying you have to do those 365 days a year. However, if you have spent any amount of time really looking at education, you realize that, huh, my kids are actually learning 365 days a year. Kids love to learn, and homeschooling really can foster that and can teach them how to learn and to just continue that love of learning. So you do actually homeschool year-round, 365 days a year, but maybe you don't quite do the formal academics and lessons. And so that's what we're going to focus on today. We talk about year-round, just to make that clear. So you probably began homeschooling and simply copied the school calendar. Maybe that means to a T, and you took the same exact days off that they did, or maybe it was just loosely. This is around the date. This is when they're starting. So I'm going to start around that date. I'm going to end around that date. We're going to take Christmas break around the same dates. So some of us are possibly a bit more strict about it, and some are a little bit looser. That's okay. However, I have found that as the years go by and we become more experienced, more relaxed, and more confident in our homeschooling, we become a little bit more lax with sticking with the traditional school calendar, and we learn to adjust. But year-round can feel like a huge adjustment. And you might be just thinking, no, I can't do this. Stick with me here, okay? I might get you to the other side here. Really, my goal is for you to see if there is another option 
and to see if this actually is the answer to those days that you're feeling annoyed and tired and cranky and angry and frustrated and you're not loving or even liking being home with your kids. For me personally, I got to that point. I followed the traditional school calendar. We had a lot of friends in our family. Everybody was in the school system and therefore it just felt right to have breaks. And it was the system that I was used to and most comfortable with. And that was okay. But I found myself a very cranky, burned out homeschool mom by probably about February, March of every single year. We would start the beginning of September and go through until Christmas, possibly take a week off for Christmas and then get right back into things. And I was not pleasant to be around as well. I do have to mention at that time, my husband was working a lot of extra hours and a lot of odd shifts, and my kids were much younger, and therefore it was just a a lot. There was a lot on me, and it was very emotionally and physically draining. We had the opportunity when we moved states to really evaluate how we were homeschooling, and I was able then to start implementing a year-round homeschool. And I'm going to tell you, that was the solution. It was an absolute godsend. It felt like I was taking a big risk and doing something really different, but it was so good for me personally and just my sanity, but it was also really good for my kids and it was also really good for our relationship. We continued to homeschool year round for quite a few years. It really began to shift and change when I had children that were older and taking college courses. A little bit began to shift and change because of that, but then also then they would get summer jobs. And so as my kids have gotten older, it felt more appropriate to pull away from the year round and maybe follow a little bit more of our traditional schedule, but we're still a little bit loose, we'll say, on that traditional schedule. But I hope that story of me and my family and homeschooling and switching to year round and then making adjustments again helps you to see that I'm not just kind of making this up. I've actually have experience with this and I love year-round homeschool if you haven't figured that out. But year-round homeschool is simply using the calendar year, say January through December, or it is following your state regulations. A lot of states have their homeschool regulations start on July 1st through June 30th. Some are a little bit later than that, but it might be mid to late summer. And then they just take 365 days from there. So you can either use a calendar year of looking at January through December, or you could take a look at your state regulations. And really it is within that year frame, your goal is to accomplish all of your curriculum and lessons. Technically, most states have an 80% of your curriculum and lessons is what is considered completed. So you get to decide what does completed look like. Now, when I mentioned going with a calendar year, that can be a little bit more tricky when I'm saying January through December. It can be a little more tricky if you live in a state that has regulations that start on, say, July 1st through June 30th. It's going to take a little bit of maneuvering and figuring out what does that look like. Sometimes the going with the calendar year, January through December, works well if you live in a state that does not have very strict state guidelines as far as dates. So those are a couple of options for you. How can year-round homeschooling be your answer to some bad days? Well, guess what it does? It spreads out the load. 
It also gives you a break. It gives your kids a break. It also adds margin to your year by giving you time, whether that is in the course of days or weeks or months, depending upon how you set things up. So I'm going to give you a couple ideas of what can this look like. My answer is, honestly, year-round homeschool can look like whatever you want. And you might be thinking, that's way too broad for me. I can't even, can't even think about that. I'm going to give you a couple of specific ideas that you can think about and see how that would work in your family. But Clarifier Homeschool is also the place where you and I can work one-on-one and you can dive in deeper to these specific topics of year-round homeschooling and things like grading and creating a vision statement and setting up goals for your homeschool. You can get more information on that at clarifierhomeschool.com. But right now, here are some ideas that you can kind of toss around in your head. Think about them. How would they look for you and your family just right now? Don't worry about, well, it could work right now, but in a couple of years when I have a middle schooler, I don't know if it'll work. We, let's not worry about that right now. Let's just focus on where you are in your homeschool right now and the ages that your kids are right now, okay? So here's some ideas. You could do something like saying, we are going to do our formal academic lessons three or four days a week, and then we're still going to get some longer breaks. So that might mean you might say, we're going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or we're going to do Monday through Thursday and have specific days that are off, but still have some breaks in there. So whether you do three days or four days and you live in a state that has stricter guidelines is really going to depend, uh, it's going to determine, we'll say, whether you can take some longer breaks or not. Maybe you are able to do three days a week, but at Christmas you can take a week and Maybe in the spring, take a week, but otherwise you're kind of just doing your three days a week. So you really have to sit down and take a look at a calendar, take a look at your curriculum and the resources and the lessons you want to accomplish with your kids. Take a look at the ages and as well as what are your goals for your children when it comes to this academic homeschool year. Another idea is for you to say, we are going to do homeschool five days a week. And we're going to do it for X amount of weeks. And then we're going to take X amount of time off. Typically, it might be something like we're going to do homeschool for four weeks or five weeks or six weeks, seven, eight weeks. And then we're going to take one week off. So that's definitely an option. You're doing five days a week. Again, you need to evaluate against your homeschool regulations, your goals, and how old your kids are. And how does this look with your homeschool curriculum? Another option is to do a couple of months straight of homeschool, focusing on your academics, and then take a month off. That kind of sounds fun too, right? (laughs) But again, it would depend upon the age. It would depend upon what they're involved in. And maybe if you have older kids and they're taking classes that are online, that might work or it might not work. To be honest, sometimes when it comes to some of the kids that are older, still taking or beginning to take classes online, whether they're college courses or not, Sometimes they continue on with their academics and their schedule, their routine, their calendar for the school year may look different than your younger children. And that's okay to do that as well. So how can you start to do a more year-round homeschool? Well, the first thing is that you can begin anytime. It's okay if you're in the middle of a homeschool year. Yes, it might take a little bit of finagling and it might take a little bit of finesse and kind of working some things out and it might take 
a little bit of extra brain power to figure out how does this look when I go to submit my maybe final paperwork for the homeschool year to our state? How is that going to look? So that can be a little bit tricky, but you can be creative and you can get that done, but you can begin it anytime. Maybe you're listening to this and you're saying that actually is really something that intrigues me is doing year-round homeschooling, but I'm not quite sure that I can pull it off in the middle of the homeschool year. I'm going to start with it next year. You can definitely do that too. So how, again, how can you do this? Well, look at your calendar against your state regulations and plan out your weeks or your months. And it doesn't mean that it has to stick with this. Maybe you're somebody who wants to do year round so that you can take some vacations. And those vacations are things that you set up and you make reservations. So you definitely know when those are. Take a look at when those vacations are. And those are your weeks off. Maybe you take the week off before and after, or you take a couple of days before so that you can get everything packed up and be all ready to go. Maybe there's a couple of days when you come back that you need a little bit of recuperation and get all the laundry done. But take a look at the calendar and compare it to what your state regulations are and plan out the months and the weeks that you're going to actually carry through with the academic work that you have set out for your kids. Remember, you are still always homeschooling. You homeschool year-round already, 365 days a year. It just not always is formal academics. This is the way of being able to tie in the formal academics to a more year-round approach as well. And the days and the weeks that you have off, it doesn't mean that your kids aren't learning and they aren't being educated. Those times that my kids would have off and that I had off, I actually preferred to do some type of DIY project. That was my creative outlet. That was my way of getting a break. Maybe your way is having just a week of just lounging and not doing anything, then that's what I want you to do. For me, it was to kind of get some projects and some things done. And my kids really flourished because that week, they were able to then 100% devote to whatever hobbies and whatever interests that they had going on then. They would play together and it was just, it was really a great solution for that season in my life. Now, don't be scared to switch to a more year round if you are feeling like this is going to be what you need in order to have some really good days of homeschooling because that's the goal. If the days are just bad and right about now as we are, as this podcast comes out, we are here and it's getting into be the winter and it's the time where we start to get burned out and we just get frustrated with things because we've just been possibly hitting the books really hard and really focused and just need a little bit of a break. It's okay to take a break. It will be really good for your family, but don't be scared to try it. Think about it, okay? Maybe it's not the solution, but I encourage you just to even, just to think about. My question to leave you with here is to say, what's the worst that can happen if you try a more year-round homeschool? To be honest, the worst thing that can happen is you could say, we didn't really like that. We're just going to go back to the traditional school calendar or what we were doing before. If that's the worst thing that happens, then guess what? You figured out that it just wasn't the right solution for right then in that homeschool year. Maybe in another year or another couple years, it might be a good solution. Or possibly the way you have it set up wasn't quite the right solution. Maybe you, instead of setting it up and saying, we're going to do homeschool for two months and then we're going to take a month off. Maybe those two months is just too long. And that one month off is just too long. And everybody starts getting a little squirrely and it's 
really difficult to get everybody back to a routine, then maybe you start looking at doing five days a week for a certain amount of weeks and then having a week off instead. You get to do a lot of troubleshooting and a lot of problem solving when it comes to being a homeschool mom. And if that is an area that you are wanting to bounce some ideas off of me and to get my input, because I would love to give you input with your homeschool and love to be able to encourage you, we can do that through Clarify Your Homeschool, where you will get to sit down and really go through what is your vision for your homeschool? What are your goals? What's your goal for right now? And then what does year-round homeschooling look like for you? And how can you set that up? And how can you use the curriculum that is going to help support that decision as well? You can get all the information at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Friend, thanks for listening to today's episode. And I will see you right back here on the podcast in a few more days. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.